go. Let's go. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Ming Chen from Comic Book Men, also from a Shared Universe podcast network. Listen, I, I, I love podcasts. I have a podcast studio. I, but three of them. None of them <laughs> compared to the Three Nose podcast. Uh, you know, oh, no shirt, no shoes, no service. Best things coming. No, no excuses, my friends. You have no excuse to not subscribe to the Three Nose podcast. Listen, love it, learn it, subscribe, and then tell all your friends. Three Nose for life. Wise words. Yes. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. There ain't no rules. There is no plan. No safety net. Yeah, baby. <laughs> the Three Nose Podcast. Oh, Peter Patter, let's get at her. Oh, timing. Boom. Boom. Welcome to Three Nose Podcast. I'm Jason. I'm foaming. Oh, hi, hi. foaming. <laughs> nice to meet you, foaming. Thanks. Oh. <laughs> So, oh my goodness, you good? Yeah, all right. Drinking problem. Oh, oh. <laughs> just like Ted Stryker. Stryker. Just like Ted Stryker. 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 <laughs> so, so let's set the fucking tone right oh, now. Out of boy, and coming just in hot. Rip the fucking bandaid of what came out last night at Survivor Series. Randy Orton. Randy Orton made his triumphant return after a year, pl- a year and a year half. half, year and a half. Yep. Um, as I understand it, he didn't take a single bump outside of his own moves. Hell no! Why would he? Um, he was there for all of five minutes. Sure. And they got to finish the match. Sure. Do you know what that's called? What? Smart. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if he's still hurting or whatever, if he's well, not a hundred, whatever, a, you know. The 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 one guy was uh, he was on TikTok. He was. Watching Randy come down, he's going, "Oh my God, he's huge!" I said, "No shit, he's had a year and a half off. All he had to do is eat, work out, and take steroids. Of course, he's huge." <laughs> Most guys do when they're off that long; they always right. come back bigger, right? Because they can eat and work out and take steroids uninterrupted, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> okay, if you want to believe that allegedly part, <laughs> yeah. But it's then what happened after. Uh, the worst kept secret, but yet it was a secret because it was a is he or isn't he? Of course he was. And of course he. he was. Oh yeah, everybody saw it coming. Yeah. But CM Punk made his fucking return, triumphant, and, triumphant return. Well, how sad is it that the next day, the first thing people are talking about. Is CM Punk returning, and he sh- he was on screen for thirty fucking seconds. And the best part about that, uh, that clip of CM Punk returning to the WWE has already got over twenty six million views on YouTube. That's incredibly fucking sad. It's not sad. That's His fucking great for CM Punk. Se- it's sad as a wrestling fan. Twenty six million other people would disagree. That's with fine. You. That's fine. I, I realize I may be in the minority. I don't give a shit. Maybe I don't give a shit. Did you not hear the reaction of the people I, in that arena? That's Chicago. That's how they react when he takes a shit. That's beside the point. But I, like, if they did, cheered or booed, either way is a perfect reaction for CM Punk coming through that curtain. If they didn't make any noise at all. That's the worst reaction they could have had. Yeah, but that was never going to happen. No. Why? Because the dude draws money like fucking Yeah, crazy. I don't get it. I, I don't understand it. I, I It's not for me. 
uh, that's I got to make that perfectly clear. This doesn't matter to me. I don't care about CM Punk in the wrestling business anymore. Sure. Part of that, I have, I've kind of, I don't want to say come to terms with it because that's not the right word here. I've come to understand why. Okay. I have this. This. I don't want to. I, I don't want to. It's call a visceral it reaction. It is because it's fresh right now because of, because it actually happened. Yes, but it's not entirely anger. It's it is more sadness because he he's got problems. Like he brings trouble with him. Does he? Well, and and okay, he's a massive fucking hypocrite. How so? Um, I had to leave the place that was unhealthy for me. I couldn't stay working at the place that was making me sick. Ten years later, I am back, guys. So things, like Triple H said, stuff stays the same for ten years? He, What's the biggest difference in WWE now than it was ten years no ago? No Vince McMahon. Right. So you're saying there's no change at all? Not no change that. at all. You just said he's I, a hypocrite I, for going back. Let, let, me, let me add this to it. I I will be happy if they can prove me wrong and make it worthwhile. But you I already just said that you're not going to watch it, so you you wouldn't know. I'm if still they paying did. attention. I'm still reading the news, just okay. like I, I have been. Right. But it's not going to make me want to watch. It's no. not going to make me want to watch. Not even the, not even with the reaction of Seth Rollins have had of uh, that return because I that's the that that's the one reaction. That it could be genuine because of the things he said and the supposed heat between them. Yeah. But is it? Because you never know when it's on camera in the WWE what's real and what isn't. My understanding, they talked about um, Punk. Nobody knew Punk was even there. Until just before the main event. Yeah, before. No, not even that. Before uh, the, the report before I saw said they, they, were, they mentioned it like just before. No, but. they said... Trips took o- took over Gorilla, cleared out the back. Nobody knew Punk was walking through that curtain other than a handful of people. And when that music hit, the roof came off that mm-hmm. building. Yep. And Seth Rollins lost his mind. And Rhea Ripley. Did she? Oh, oh yeah. I, 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 yeah. I, I did share her, that, that image of her yeah. flipping the bird. I'm like, yeah, mommy knows best. But does she? Well, I... I I, I've made it perfectly clear. It doesn't matter to me. Like he does not draw for me. I uh, he ruined any any fandom I had for him was ruined by all the backstage shit that occurred. It, and it's not just him. I you know I you know I have I, I've dropped my fandom of the Young Bucks and whatnot. Yeah. It's an equal opportunity. Both sides are wrong in that scenario. Sure. All right. Sure. But the common denominator was him. It seems to me that he's. If a he's a polarizing person, extremely polarizing, and for me, it's polarizing enough that I don't want to watch. And that's Mm. sad because he had one of the best programs in the last like decade with MJF, one of the best programs, right? And that's been washed away. How? By for me, that from and this is always just for me. I, I realize I stand alone. Yeah, but that but that's it just. It ruined it for me, and it's because and this is where I was trying to go to a little bit, a little bit ago. It, the death of kayfabe was, is one big part of it. Okay, sure, you know we losing that, but yeah, there's no kayfabe. I know it's not real. Blah blah blah. What? But now we're getting 
Now we're now, but now with that, with what happened with him and the Bucks and so on, mm-hmm. we're hearing too much of the high school drama bullshit from the back, and it's ruining the product for me. You don't have to pay attention to that news. It, if you I, don't. You if don't. I want to pay, no. if I want to, no, pay, you don't. No, you don't. All you have, all you really realistically have to do is just consume what they put on the TV. You go out of your way to read the news about what's going on, right? Yeah. So you can't put any of that shit on them when it's you. So I, ha- are- I have to cut off checking any wrestle wrestling news if you want, social if media. If you want kayfabe, if you want kayfabe back, that's the only so that's way to so get it. So you dearly want, and that's you have that's to consume Im- exactly what they give you on the TV. And that's impossible now. Is it for me? Yes. Then you, dude. Are- I'm three. I'm three months sober off weed. You want me to stop watching wrestling news? I, I never said I can't do that. You're asking you have, too you, much, man. You have to take responsibility. <laughs> that's the thing. It's another addiction. It's another addiction. You are going out of your way to outrage yourself. Probably. Probably. That's look at you're all fucking wound up <laughs> about the shit that happened a year and a half, two years ago. I just, I don't like it. I don't like it. You don't, and I don't have, have to, to like fucking it. consume it. And I, and I won't be. I'm not going to be watching. I'm it. talking about the K, the fucking news part. This That's the part that gets you all fucking bent out of shape. That's the stuff that's doing it to you. You are feeding yourself the drama of this backstage bullshit nobody should fucking know about. That's on you. Yeah. All right. Take some personal responsibility, God damn it. <laughs> oh god. Well, that was a perfect I... way to end the TikTok part. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> um and it's the fact that I'm not on the camera. You're literally yelling at a, a, right. a face this off a, the this screen. Bodied voice coming on. <laughs> God damn, this is the exact reaction, exactly what the response I expected to get from you. <laughs> um, yeah, it, Whoa, it, that's it, not how you but again, that. it made me, it, it makes me sad that that's the first thing everybody's talking about is CM Punk, CM Punk, never mind anything else that happened on that pay-per-view. Yeah. Outside of two highlights from the women's war games match. One was cool and one was stupid. The eel sky, the trash trash can can trash can dive to me is unnecessarily stupid. Well, yeah, because fucking you got seven other people or how many was that? There's seven. Yeah. Fucking staring up at somebody, putting a trash can on them, hoping that they jump in the right direction. Right. Or (laughs) don't, or she doesn't fucking stumble and fall off the fucking back of the cage. Just because she did it once before. Right. Well, that's the problem. Oh, it was cool once. I got to keep doing it because the fans will, she did it there. Why didn't she do it here? Now, the other highlight that looked cool was when EO, I think it was EO, tossed Curry up for a pop-up insane elbow. That looked really cool. I missed that one. She, that would, yeah, like EO, EO, EO or Kyrie was running, yeah. came off the ropes, and I think it was EO, hoisted her up in a pop-up, and she kicked her legs out and came down with the elbow. Nice. Onto, I'm not sure who she hit it on. But, Doesn't matter. But it looked that looked cool. Do you know what would be even cooler? If she fucking popped her over both sets of ropes, so she went into the other ring. Yeah, that unfortunately that it wasn't that they were in one ring. You would, but that you, would have been even cooler. Yeah, yes, you would have had to have maybe Bailey, somebody a little bit stronger than uh, yeah, Eel Sky. Yeah, again, to, I to might be wrong. It might not have been Eel. Might have been Dakota. I'm not sure. Yeah. But no, Dakota wasn't in that. 
Yeah, she was. She was? Yeah. It was Bailey, Dakota, EO, and Asuka. That's five against four. Uh, taking on uh, Charlotte, Shotzi, uh, Bianca, Becky. And, Becky. and Becky. It was four and four. Yeah. Dakota wasn't in there. Her knee's still fucked up. It was Bailey, Asuka, EO, and Kari. Oh, she- it was four on four. Okay. I thought Dakota was in there. Nope. Okay. My she, like, well, she's out there as part of damage right, control. Right. And they brought in Asuka to cover for Kari. Okay. Or not Kari. Kari but for cover Dakota. for Dakota. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I, I don't watch close enough that it confused, it confused well, me. So. When, they, when they brought in Asuka, you knew exactly what that was being set up for. Oh, yeah. That promo they did, not last week, the week before, where they're all talking in Japanese. Even yeah. Dakota was in on it because she can speak it. Yep. And Bailey was the, the odd man out there. You know, that that's, was, that's the perfect setup for a Bailey face turn oh, yeah. right there. And Asuka going on and on now about Bailey being her best friend. You oh, just yeah. know she's getting ready to rip her face off. Hell, yeah. <laughs> See, that's that I'm in for that, but those are the only two highlights, and then the rest is the p- punk. Um, and a bit of Orton, bit of Orton. Uh, I've seen no highlights from the Miz versus Gunther. Gunther won. I, 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 I'm, yeah, I know that. And what other match was there? Doesn't matter. Uh, it's, it's all, it's war games. Everything else is, is just. Filler is set dressing for yeah, just filler in between. Okay, you lo- are you okay over there? No, I'm trying. Oh, there it is. <laughs> now I'm live on Twitter. Oh, oh, doing live on live Twitter. on Twitter. Go live. <laughs> yeah, so we're, we're covering all the social uh, media bases today. <laughs> all right, hey, get it out there. Sure, you, why not? That's you miss hundred percent of the shots, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But um, I. Think CM Punk, all he did was steal headlines and spotlight yep. after headline and yep. spotlight and head. Great for him. Mm-hmm. It absolutely one hundred percent is great for him. And there's a picture of him in the back with Triple H doing the finger point at each I other. I saw it. So because H posted that and said, right. "Yeah, it's really cold in hell right now." That's right. And like I said, even the WWE, uh, like the the official Twitter. They posted a picture, a punk, and the caption is, never say never. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been 10 years. But he, right? He, like you said, he stole the headlines. He stole the spotlight. Do you know who that works best for? CM huh. Punk? Yeah. And, and WWE. Why? Because it, CM Punk Everybody drives. is talking and, about it. Yeah. We're, We're talking, talking about, about it. it. Yeah. I, so it's a fucking yeah. win-win as far as the WWE is concerned. It's an it's an Ouroboros for the snake eating its own tail. No, That's what we're doing. it's not. We keep they keep putting out the bullshit, and even though we don't, I, I even though I don't like it, we still talk about it. And that's fine. But that's what they want. Yeah. Especially now that there's somebody else that owns this company, they want every single eye they can. They, they, cry. Yeah, they need it. They got to keep them happy. Right. Right. The, now. My prediction? Yeah. Pain. Three months. Three months. Three months. What? Either three months he's his his body will fail him again or his mouth will fail him again. No, and his body <coughs> his body will be even better working the WWE style again. Yeah, I he gotta won't, can see. He won't be allowed to do the stupid shit 
that got him broke in the first place in AEW. Like the fucking stage dive thing. Do yeah. you think that would be allowed in WWE? No. Right. No. So he's he's fine. Is he going to get into a fucking fist fight or two? Maybe. Did you hear that Drew, Drew McIntyre apparently stormed out in a huff? There was uh, and is that, somebody cop. But is that one legit or not? Uh, it might be something else. My, my thinking, my, my initial thinking, and yes, I'm, I realize I have a biased look on this, Somewhere. is that CM Punk comes out and Drew immediately said, well, I'm never getting no, a fucking title no, scene. No, Drew again. was gone. Drew left before Punk came out. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was as after soon, he came As out. soon as the match ended, he left. He fucking okay. stormed out of there. So did he know? He might have passed Punk and the fucking gorilla on the it, way through. It just it, it seems to me like he sees he sees Punk and he goes, "Well, I'm never getting in the title shot again." Especially with Rollins, like, okay, Drew ain't getting another shot at Roman anytime no. soon. No, but he might have had a shot with Rollins, and now Punk's here, and there's obviously uh, you know a built-in program between oh, them. It's so so built yeah, in. So yeah, Drew, Drew's like, yeah, I'm, I guess I'm never getting up there again. Like, not anytime That's, soon. See, okay. And if, if that's if that's the problem, quit. Go someplace else. His contract's coming up. Okay, fine. If you got a problem with that, quit. Go someplace yeah, else. Yeah. AEW's giving yeah, fucking yeah. money away. <laughs> yeah. Osprey if, if got seven figures. Yeah. If you're a guy that's like Drew McIntyre, and you go, okay, and I am now Drew Galloway again, and you show up on whatever the fuck it is, Shadow, Dark, the yeah. Destruct, whatever the fuck AEW calls their <laughs> shows. You show up there. You think Miro had a problem being the big fish in the fucking big pond. Yeah. You put Drew McIntyre in AEW against Kenny Omega. And yeah. you watch, watch how fast fucking Drew Galloway gets fucking buried after that. Oh, yeah. Where's, pa- where's Pac? Right. Yeah. Right. Where's Pac? Yeah. Right. Oh, I, 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 I fully acknowledge that too. AEW's got plenty of its own problems. So, right. Um, you know, they, again, they got like one or two shining elements, and the rest is questionable at best. The shining elements are the ones that are allowed by the EVPs to shine. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah. Because nobody's allowed to shine brighter than Tony Khan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the list goes yeah. down from and, there. And this whole the shit with the, the with the Bucks. Yeah, I, I the the first tweet that Brandon Cutler put out that said the young bucks are taking time away from the wrestling business. They asked for privacy for them and their families as they work through this, which was an exact copy of the tweet tweet that went out by C, by Snoop Dogg the day before when Snoop Dogg said he was done with smoke. Yeah. Now, if you don't know what happened with Snoop Dogg, don't that, it was a marketing ploy. He said he was done with smoke, and then the next day, he put out a marketing press release for a smokeless fire pit sure. company. Yeah. The Bucks are doing the exact same thing. And they've, they've, they've gone on record, or people have found the stuff that they've been trademarking. like Killing the business. Killing the they've business. They've trade, trademarked yeah. that. Killing the business wrestling and fucking something else. And... It's no shock. It's no shock. And if the, the the Bucks are coming back as heels and they're going to fucking bury more guys. Yep. And like if you want AEW to be taken as a serious competitor, which it's not going to be ever 
the way the way they're being run right now. It's not a serious competitor. Online, there's so many people saying AEW's dying, whatnot. It's not dying, but it's it's got a lot of problems. It's a mess. Right oh, now. it certainly is. It's a mess. Yeah, they have to. How I don't know how they change their business program because there really doesn't seem to be much of a program. We're, we're starting to see there's we're starting to see ripples of things like uh, okay, Swerve Strickland's on, on the up on the up and coming right now. Yeah. He's had some good showings. Yeah, that, that, that XWWE guy. And yep, yep. Keith Lee had well, a, apparently cut a, an interesting promo last night. XWWE guy. Yep, I know. I'm aware. We'll just keep listing this stuff <laughs> off until some other people um, get but, it. But so you you just. We're starting to see those types of things, and then yeah, okay, yes, you have Edge challenging Christian. WWE yeah, guy, uh-huh. <laughs> but he flat out threw the challenge for Christian for the team title. WWE guy, yep. At their next pay per view at the end of the end of December, so yep. you know, yeah, X WWE guys. <laughs> said it but half the roster is xwwe in some way right and all the fucking originals are bemoaning the fact uh, why are their their contracts are done and they're they're leaving right oh they're not leaving they're not getting contract offers yeah yeah i guess that is the other way to look at it yes it's, it, yeah they're not being asked to stay around why they don't ex WWE guys yeah. know how to do. Sorry, TV. we don't have space for you anymore. Right? Yeah. And even though like they had the, some interesting talent, sure. You know, different something different. That's the problem. Yeah. It's it it it's starting to lose the something different aspect. That's that it, it was. And it, it was and it. always will be a super indie. And the uh, the the ex WWE guys know how to do TV. Those the super indie guys don't know how to do TV very well, and that's that why. shows. And that, that shows. Definitely shows right. So when you're a, a business whose father controls the credit cards, he's going to want to see return on investment, right? Mm-hmm. So you can't go the w, WCW route and lose millions of dollars each year. Yeah, I. How how much longer do you think? Like we we don't we don't know AEW's financials. They're, they've no, kept that locked up tight, that up. so we don't know where they stand financially. How are they hemorrhaging money? We don't know. You got to question it with the uh, contracts that we've what we've heard, right? So, but what are their buy rates actually like? We don't hear a lot of those numbers sometimes. Oh, hello. sometimes Twitter surprises the hell out of you. What shows <laughs> up on your feed? <laughs> Do I like that? I like that. <laughs> um, sorry, squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> well, not, not, quite not exactly a squirrel. A squirrel. Um, almost a beaver. <laughs> uh, yeah, wow. we don't know where AEW actually does sit financially. They're what four years now. Yeah. So, what do you think? Year five is the year that Daddy says. Put up or shut up? Like, yeah. you've got to think five years is enough? I would think so. Like, Dad Con is going to like, you know what, son? Um, I'm not feeling so so happy about yeah. where my, uh, my money's going. It's been awfully quiet on the AEW front regarding their new TV deal that they're supposed to be working for net that's supposed to start sometime next year well i still like the fucking tv deal that they flushed down the toilet with a cw yeah that 
That yeah. right there was a fucking huge mistake. Yeah, turning down Ring of Honor on CAWCW two years ago, apparently. Yeah. yeah. That that is very surprising. <laughs> it's just like that. That is such a fucking poor business decision right there. And now NXT is going to be on the CW. Right. Right. Got to right. wonder: Is Stephen Amell going to show up? In Hell NXT? yeah. Why not? He's got a past history with the WWE. Uh, Who else is in WWE right now? Cody, who also has worked for them. Yes, that's why he's good friends with Stephen Amell. Right. So. So yeah, yeah, we'll we'll see Stephen Amell show up in NXT. Fucking one hundred percent in the Green Arrow costume. He'll be he'll be in Cody's corner at Mania. Yeah. When Cody finally beats Roman. As fucking Stephen Amell shoots an arrow through Roman. No. No. Just past Roman taking out Solo, who's trying to sneak in. <laughs> Shoots him in the thumb. Yes, ah! yes. Running around with an arrow in his thumb. Hey, ah! hey. Yes, ah! exactly, exactly. <laughs> Book it trips. Hey, we got ideas. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Shit writes itself, man. Uh, Come on. Jason may not be so up on you with your fucking uh, CM Punk idea, but who? I can help you with the Cody Stephen Amell. Come on, we got, we got this. I'm a big Arrow fan. We can do this. Right. I. I <laughs> It just like with punk coming back, that changes the complexion of a lot of things. Um, so many. Well, okay. Apparently, word is it's fifty fifty in the locker room. Yeah, it was only. I bet you it was fifty fifty in the AEW locker room too. That generally, yes. So it'll be curious. It's yeah. going to be curious to see how things do play out. Now, here's a question: Does FTR when their contracts come up? Now that punk has like. Hey, you know what? It's not so bad here anymore. Do they go back? Jay, Jay Uso mm-hmm. even put that out there. He goes, hey, FTR, Young Bucks, G-O-D, we're the best. If you want to you fight us, you got to come here. Yeah, yeah, I did. I saw that tweet. That um, opens the door for so many people. Uh, talking with Brent the other day, apparently he saw the PWI top 100 tag teams okay. and FTR for the year for this year and FTR was number one. Yeah. I was surprised, a little surprised by that because but the Usos haven't been a tag team for most of the year. Right. So that's why they probably got bumped off. Right. And all and all the other tag teams are throw togethers. Most of them, yes. So you put you you bring in G O D and you bring in Are they tagging again? Because I know Tama was you playing solo what? doing a face. You know what? If Triple H <laughs> calls them, hey <laughs> And the money's you, right. You guys want to come back? You want to come to WWE as a, a tag team with your Gorillas of Destiny gimmick? The answer is yes. Yeah. I, I, you know, for them, it's that's going to be strictly about the money. Yeah. They, they, well, at this point in their careers, they don't care about anything else but the money. It's always about the money. Yeah. Well, it's younger guys for the exposure and whatnot, but not... not can that. you buy a car with exposure? No. You have to use money. <laughs> Yeah. Do you can you buy a fucking T bone steak with exposure? No. You have to use a money. lot of insul- influencers would say yes. Really? Okay. Do you not think those influencers are getting paid? That was, that was Why? Oh wait a, a minute. That was supposed to be a joke, damn it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I disrupted your <laughs> 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 That's the one you should have used. <laughs> I know it failed, so. Well, but yeah, yeah. I, I don't get me wrong. I would love to see God 
I just I worry how they would be used again. But yes, I, I, I they're just have, we haven't had enough time under Triple H. No, to to really see how well he's playing things out. Yeah, he's talking up a good game. We're listening to the fans and whatnot. He's saying, but well, let's see he it. he's he's going to change the style. He's going to be more more or less indie style because that's what the fans want. It's not going to be straight lucha like AEW is. It's not going to be straight death match like that. Good. You're going to see more more stuff be allowed to be used move wise. Like mm. there's some things they're never ever ever going to allow like pile drivers and stuff like that. That's not going to do it because there's too much room for error. And like even he was with, uh, Ridge Holland when he hit Big E with the German suplex on mm-hmm. the floor, accident happened. Yeah, so, but that's just the thing. You're going to see some moves relax a little bit. The restriction on some of that stuff, mm-hmm. just because it's going to open up the style of what people want to see. It the days of fucking Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior lumbering big men, that's long dead. Yes, long dead. Yes. So the, the the age of giants definitely is dead. So you're going to try and get more of a technical technical and, athletic yeah. stuff. Like you're gonna see athletic big guys show up, Keith Lee and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um fucking Braun Breaker, those guys. Yep. You're going to see a more athletic style. Well, I, I saw a clip of Jacob Fatu. Yes. Doing lucha shit like, with uh, he, the Kingo. Yes, yeah, he hit him with a top rope Steiner or a, a top rope Hurricane Rana and yeah. something else. Like there was, a, he's a big dude. There was a there was a destroyer. I think Vikingo hit him with a destroyer, like a, just a crazy destroyer. Oh yeah, I did see that one. And then like Fatu is just bumping his ass off. That dude needs to get out of fucking MLW in the worst way possible and fucking get on WWE TV mm. and. That is when his career is just going to skyrocket. Uh, word is that that Authors of Pain tag team yeah. have been signed with the Fed for quite a while now, but they may actually be coming back to Don't, TV you know, said Those dudes were fragile to begin with. Were they? Oh, yeah. Like I said, they couldn't go like a month without somebody going like, oh, he's hurt again. Down really? for another. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, why, they, I, that's I, why I, they weren't on TV for so long. And that's why they were bodyguards. Yeah. They could be on TV. But they weren't doing nothing but beating people up. They're bodyguarding for Rollins, I think. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. they well they dropped Paul Ellering when they brought him to the main roster, which I didn't understand. They, I think they dropped Ellering in NXT even before they came up. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Because when they when they were bodyguarding for Rollins, mm-hmm. I think that's uh, Ellering had already been uh, turfed at that okay. point in time. Okay. Which so, I, why? <laughs> it's. Because man, it, well, it was uh, old school. Yeah, it made yeah, people I, think of the Road Warriors. Mo- and modern day, most wrestling fans don't know who Paul Ellering is. Right. He's a he's a lesser known, right. right? Outside of you know our our generation of fans. That's true. So somebody's watching us. Oh, who are you? Um. So I, I don't know wrestling. Wrestling right now, it's it's kind of tough for me. Like it's there's not a lot that's actually holding You're my attention. Transitioning out of uh, attitude era into modern era is not. Hey Tim, 
Um, not easy by any stretch of the imagination. Mm, no. So we've, we've gone from, like, that's why everybody likes L.A. Knight so much. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's the perfect bridge between the two eras. Yep. And like I said, he may be the... Oh, good, Tim. How was Stormcrow Manor, Tim? Yes, very curious on that. Yeah. The... Um, and there's a lot of people like, I remember The Rock and Stone Cold. And this guy reminds me of that. And I like him and I want to. But that's like Miz was shitting on him so bad during mm-hmm. their their brief program. Yeah. And Every program with the Miz is brief. Yeah. Give the Miz credit. He knows his job. Hey, the Miz, the Miz has been there. The Miz has his success. He's got the most losses in WWE history. Do you know what? He also has probably the most checks cash too. Absolutely. So, yes. what pro wrestling is all about the money, not the exposure. <laughs> See how that circles. Yeah, back? yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah. I give them his props. He's always been a great heel. He's always had a punchable face. So that's the idea. <laughs> that's that's what you want. He found he found his groove. He did, and he makes it work. Yeah, like he, the dude's got a job for life. One like the next round of cuts and. You see fucking Mike Mazanin's name on that. That's going to be, wow, they really are changing. That would be a shocker. Yeah. Yes. Because. That would be equivalent to Ziggler. Yeah. Yeah. I think, well, I think Miz had, has a little more cachet than Ziggler did. Yes. Yes. So, you know, the Miz had that whole program getting stuck between Cena and The Rock and stuff. Yeah. So he had all that that he still yeah. carries so he, on he's, with. He's got enough juice in the tank to uh keep moving forward put it this way i know ziggler was a heavyweight champion at one point i forget about that a lot yeah i hear dolph ziggler and i don't immediately think oh former heavyweight champion yeah yeah. i i don't i don't remember that because it went by so quick because it's not his fault it's the people that put the belt on him in the first place they didn't have the faith in him to for him to run with it Mm mm-hmm and like I said, Miz, Miz has had eight intercontinental championships. He's had like world championships. Mm-hmm. The dude's been on top a lot more than other people have. And a lot of people forget that. Mm-hmm. And he's one of those guys where you go, like, if you wanted to go work in the WWE style, to learn the WWE style, we would work with Miz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he came up the right way. He had to fight his way up. Right. So you learn He from snuck that in the back guy. door from reality TV. Right. And he got beat to death because of it. But he took it all. He took, he took it. took it all and he's still, still there. So, yep. Yep. so he, he's learned something. And you would, much much to a lot of people's chagrin, he's still there. It, it doesn't... Mm-hmm. It doesn't make him the best wrestler makes him the smartest performer yeah he's had it he's kept a job this right. long so my two guys if i was ever a new guy going into going into wwe who do i want to learn from ms cena yeah those two guys right there if you like those those are the guys that are going to take you and say you want to have a 25 year career follow Here, us here's how you here's do the it. formula Five moves of doom, whatever, and <laughs> that's all he needs. That's all you need. Yeah, so. absolutely. So, so CM Punk's your new favorite wrestler? Absolutely not. 
Ah, dude, you're fucking doing it wrong. All right. Well, moving doing on. It wrong. Let's move on. All right. Let's move on. What do you want to talk about now? Uh, we now know how long it would take for you to fall from the CN Tower as a vampire. <laughs> At sunrise. At sunrise. <laughs> yeah. So we got together with our buddies to play some okay. Vampire the Masquerade. Hold oh, that thought. Pause. Pause. Okay. Pause. Tim here talking about Stormcrow Manor. Yes, yeah, Stormcrow Manor, a very interesting establishment yep. I want to check out. Tim says, it's awesome. You can wander around the place for an hour and not see all the pop culture stuff. Mm. The food is great, and the drinks, the drink menu is really, menu is really, really, really real? Whatever. Okay. Uh, they have an Intense D20 burger yep. menu, too. I've seen it. And a D20 shop menu. Oh, we need to make a fucking road trip. I, that's on my list. Uh, I, I've made it clear to Crystal that someday we're going to go there. I want to do the D20 burger. So Okay, you know what? Maybe she doesn't want to go. Maybe I want to go. Do you ever think of that? No, because you only think of you. Selfish bastard. When do you want to go? I'm free every <laughs> fucking day of the week, motherfucker. Well, let's we'll pencil that in for the new year. And, okay, all right. If I don't get there earlier, Chris and I might be going up there for that Illumi that light that light show oh, thing. We're trying yeah. to figure out when we're going to go up to see this lighted park thing. Mm. That's supposed to be a really cool attraction. Um, what is that called? Illumi. Illumi. L-I-L-L-U-M-I. You can book a D&D session at that place, too. They oh. supply the DM. They supply the DM. What? Tim. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. We need, to, we need to set up a party bus. Right. Get our, get our crew up there. Yep. Fuck that. Oh. Ringers. Yes. Yes. Call up Travis Willingham. Fuck yeah. Yep. Yes. Bring Laura, too. What the hell? Why not? Arm Why Andy. not? She's, she's okay at it. Her, she yeah. she kind of knows what she's she doing. She knows, yeah. <laughs> I, wow! I, I I wonder if you were to throw that information to those people, uh, would they? No, 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 no. But uh, could you see them maybe doing a function there, doing a, an event? No, no. It's the fucking California. They don't leave California. Not very much. No, no it's kind of so. sad that they don't do more uh, con they, tours and stuff. I think they did one. Um, they did some reunion thing recently where they were all in full costume, and that was in the UK, I think. Yeah, so I think they do a lot of like the, not Patreon stuff, but other st- but stuff like that, specialized stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, no, they're not going to go to the Stormcrow Manor just to play a, a game of D and D on a on a whim. Well, when I win big money lottery, okay, let's put that on the list. Okay, you know what you do? Don't worry about them. You got your own shit. You I gotta. Wanna, I want to play with them. I want to play D and D with those guys. Probably going to cost you a million bucks. Well, if I've got twenty, then I can spare one. Wow. <laughs> Put it on the list. Tim says he's in for the road trip. No kidding, Tim. I bet you would be. And you're on the list. You're on the list. So. <laughs> yeah. Um. Where were we? Before Stone Crow. Where were? We? Uh. Oh, a vampire. Vampire. Yeah. Yes, in the CN Tower. So yeah. So the CN Tower. If you. From the very tippy top of the CN Towers, 1,800 and something feet, and you fall to the ground, would you burst up and burst into flames and die from the unexposed sunlight hitting you? Or would you hit the ground first, taking massive amounts of fall damage? You did the math. I did the math because I was 
intrigued at this idea. <laughs> so we figured, first we figured out terminal velocity is 150 miles per hour, which breaks down to like 220 feet per second. Mm-hmm. We calculated the height of the CN Tower, and then the calculation was to fall from the very top of the CN Tower, it would be eight and one quarter, eight and one quarter seconds to hit the ground. Yes. You would reach terminal velocity in three seconds, and then... Five would, seconds to hit Yeah, you had five and, five and a quarter seconds to think about what was about to happen. <laughs> uh, my character being of the Bushi clan that take double damage from sunlight, right. I would be, I, I poof before I hit the ground. My ashes would be scattered before right. they yeah, hit the, the ground. The, the, the winds off Lake Ontario would carry your ashes across yes. tr- greater downtown Toronto. But sure. most other vampire clans would survive the sunlight. The impact, though. <laughs> yeah, I think we calculated it out to be 180-ish. Yeah, levels of damage, <laughs> which that's that would be like 180 d10s, six or higher. Yep. So the average of that, uh, we'll say half of that. So 90, 90 d10s worth of damage. And most average characters have seven. Right. So you're paced. You're paced. <laughs> Carter had the idea of as a as a gangrel. Um, shape himself into a dart and try and pierce the concrete. Yes, if he had stone meld. Yes. Yeah, stone meld. And I said, yeah, well, that'd be great until you get into a subway tunnel and get hit by a train. <laughs> there's there's flaws in a lot of pe- uh, people's uh, idea of how to counteract falling from the CN I tried to argue about using parkour, uh, you know, breaking my fall with a parkour roll, but yeah. you know, it doesn't absorb enough. No. No, and like I said, if you're falling from the tippy top, there's nothing else to parkour off of. No, unfortunately, it's pretty much a straight shot down. Right. So he said, even even Spider Man would have a hard time uh, with that. Yeah. That move. Yeah. Because there's not a whole lot around the CN Tower, like to begin with, mm. and then by design, by design. Um, and then trying to to web something to swing out is just the tower. The tower is just the, the tower, only thing yeah. that's really going to be in, in he, range. It would be the only thing he could grab onto, and the only way he could do that if he spun himself around the tower. Yeah. Then he has a problem of running out of webbing. Yep, and that falls into more fall damage. Like it might be, he might take a quarter of it. Mm-hmm. So that's still forty five ish. Still gonna hurt. Still gonna hurt. Even Spider Man is uh, not invulnerable to fall yeah. damage. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think Spider Man would be able, would find he, a way to pull. Yeah, out. He would have last second pull out in some way. Well, yes. fucking plot armor for one thing. <laughs> that's the biggest one. Yeah. Yes. I said I make a ball of webbing and reminds me of uh, Deadpool kills the Marvel universe. Yeah, and he uh, he takes out all the Avengers and he kills Wolverine. Uh, by putting like nanite bombs in his drink or something, and okay. something like that. But then later in the comic, Wolverine pops back up again, and Deadpool's like cutting him, cutting him down and whatnot. And he's like, he's going, you know what? Your superpower, it, it, your mutant power, isn't healing factor. It's popularity. Mm-hmm. It's the only reason you keep coming back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. And really, Marvel's like, we're not killing a cash cow like Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, he's the CM Punk of the Marvel universe. 
a, bit, a little bit better liked. Wow. I don't you... think Wolverine's as polarizing as CM Punk is to the wrestling er, industry. I don't know about that. I think Wolverine's more beloved than hated by most people. I'm going to put by most comic book fans. I'm going to put a poll. Okay. On the three nose Twitter. Okay. Who is more polarizing, Wolverine or CM Punk? Okay. I'll be. I'll add that to the. I can add that to the. The the page their Spotify post. I think. Yes. On the second page, there's yep. the thing for yep. a poll. So I think I can add it there. You can add that to that. Okay. Spotify poll. Um, we'll cover all the bases. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Let's see who's who's more polarizing, CM uh, Punk. <laughs> Okay, Tim go. Tim is adding into the uh, the CN Tower. Okay, drop. depending on the wind, you potentially could end up in the lake. That far? I thought I thought it was a little farther away than depending that. Depending on the wind, though. If you like, especially with Spider Man, he has the ability to make fucking web gliders. Yeah, yeah. So he yeah. could. He could. Spider Man has the best chance. He could sugar glider himself. Yep, <laughs> sugar, sugar glider himself. <laughs> no, sorry, the term flying squirrel. That's the, what I was thinking. That's the those suits. The, the oh, flying the squirrel, squirrel suits. suits. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. No, That's, but like sugar gliders, they do. They do, they do the same thing. Yeah. yeah, flatten their bodies. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so, yep. Same, same analogy. Okay, who could survive? Well, the Hulk, obviously. Yes. Um, Colossus. Colossus. Yeah, you would. That's just a hunk of metal. There, that's, that's all. Crater making human, yeah, meta humans. Uh, uh, Kitty Pride probably if she shifted at the, at the last second, you, at she would fucking shoot herself to the core of the planet <laughs> if she phased. Yeah, well, you would have to depend. You, you physics wise, so she's dropping at terminal velocity. Mm-hmm. She phases. Does she create drag as she's phased? I don't think so. So she has she until she would keep dropping, yeah, until she has found a, found a way to create enough drag to stop herself. She does come up the other side. She come well. She would fucking burn up in the core when she's intangible. But she'd also she also needs to breed though. Oh yeah. So she would. We'll give her. Be with her X Men training three minutes. I'd be curious to see if Kitty Pride ever did fall off a, a tall building, and that's how she saved herself by phasing into the ground at impact. Like I'm, I, I don't know if it's ever happened. I don't know how they would have written, written that. Uh, that would be a, that would be something to try and figure out. Any X Men uh, uh, super fans out there who know Chris this information, Bullard, please. you own a comic book shop. I, I don't think he reads much of the comics, though. <laughs> He's not up on a lot of that stuff. Damn it. I've, I've gone just, in there and tried to have conversations with him about certain things. He's like, I don't know, man. I just, I just, pe- sell I just peddle the books. I just sell the shit. <laughs> I don't get high on my own stash. <laughs> smart man. Yeah, smart man. Uh, yeah. How's it going, Cav? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who else. Right off the top of the bat, who else could survive the fall? Uh, Iceman would just make an ice slide. Anybody who yeah. flies, that's not well, a big naturally, deal. Yeah. Um, would, Wolverine would survive it. Well, yeah, he'd, uh, he'd be fucked up, but he'd get up eventually. Yeah, he would eventually he'd get up. Would Captain America? He's got a history of we, jumping out of fucking. As long as he's got the shield, he would land on the shield. We've seen him do it. That's yeah. how he got out of the Triskelion in Winter Soldier. Right. But so, he fell in the water. No, he landed on the. It wasn't the trice. He jumped out of a building and he he curled himself and landed on the shield to absorb the impact. Oh, okay. I I okay. can distinctly remember him doing that. But eighteen hundred feet. 
is vastly yeah, different. That could be that could be a little different, but he's also been jacked up too. So. True, true, true. Steroids. You know, yeah. Uh, Steroids are always the answer. It seems. <laughs> I don't see a negative. Have you ever done series? How would you no, know? You're right. I haven't. I don't know from experience. Right. I've just heard stories. Oh, fucking anecdotal. The legendary, the legendary roid rage. Uh, Is that just a myth? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I seem to recall a story about somebody named Magnus. <laughs> See, okay. <laughs> Magnus might have had more than just steroid issues. Okay. Might have, might have, might have, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. So <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny. And <laughs> you wouldn't want to. Nope. <laughs> Just in case. Matt, he said he's a nice guy for the most part. Great guy. Just don't touch his beanie. Just don't touch his beanie. <laughs> don't catch him on a bad day. <laughs> Fucking. It's going to be a bad day for you when that <laughs> happens. <laughs> who, who was that? He beat the crap out of that day. Uh, Tim Copeland and the Highlanders. <laughs> and Tim Copeland was his tag partner. <laughs> oh, yeah, he threw him in. Oh, he, he fucking picked up Copeland. Didn't tell him he was going to gorilla press him. He just like, whoop. Like, and Tim's like, oh, trying to find, trying to post off Mag's shoulders. And he couldn't fucking find it because Mag's had him in the air already. <laughs> Runs across the ring with Tim Copeland. In a grill press position. <laughs> Think about that. Uh-huh. Throws him. Like bodily throws him. Uses Tim Copeland as a missile weapon. <laughs> the Highlanders blessed their hearts. Tried to catch Tim. <laughs> but there was a little more too much oomph into that huck. And Tim ended up in at least the third, fourth row had to suck. By, uh, but he landed on chairs, so it broke it fall. That still had to suck. Landed on chairs. He's fine. <laughs> Does it really help? Not really. Didn't think so. Not really. <laughs> I love how you try to sugarcoat that stuff. I'm just saying, wrestling's fake. <laughs> <laughs> it's still really me, damn it. No, no, it's all 100% <laughs> fake. And it said those were styrofoam chairs, Tim. Tim. Oh, okay. Styrofoam too. Yep, didn't feel a thing. Everything's cool. He's totally not concussed continually. <laughs> Doesn't have a back issue. Doesn't have back no, issues. No. His neck's fine. How's your how's your ribs? No, it's fine. Fine. It's fake. <laughs> Wrestling's fake. Doesn't hurt at all. Dude, I realize that acting is a part of wrestling. But seeing you after the what happened with your rib, yeah, yeah you're not that good of an actor, man. Uh, Sorry, no, I'm not. I, <laughs> I said sometimes reality just kind of. Did you go? You went method with it. That's what. Uh, that's it was. what exactly. You, you didn't break your rib in the match. You did that to yourself. Right. To I, sell I, I, it. I was walking to the ring, and I went, you know what would be cool? Snap! And <laughs> <laughs> snap my rib. I'm like, oh, oh, that was interesting. Snap! Broke another one. And went, okay, that's enough. <laughs> But then, <laughs> and then fucking tyrant jumps on me. Wrong side. <laughs> Crunch. <laughs> he couldn't see you. No, he couldn't. Really, literally, he could not see me. <laughs> fucking blind wrestler. 
So yeah, that was that's the highlight from the vampire night because we did outside of uh, apparently we pissed off a mummy. Well, I didn't. I didn't. Neither, yeah, neither neither of us actually pissed off. No, a mummy. I was trying. They to help did. Him. I was trying to help him. I was being nice. I, uh, I yeah. I approached him. I was cordial. Yeah, you try. You tried to befriend him. Brent, Brent, make an intelligence roll to see if you speak ancient Egyptian. The fuck. <laughs> Okay, nothing. <laughs> Actually, yeah, it wasn't to see if you spoke it. It was to see if you would recognize it as that. How the fuck is that exactly. even? <laughs> that doesn't make it any did, better. Did you, did you major in Sanskrit? No. <laughs> I, like, I have uh, like two dots in a cult. That ain't helping me. I have, I have nothing in a cult. I am a straight-up ninja assassin. That's my well, character. Okay, Brent. He looks like the mummy's going to the pier. Do you want to follow him? Did you just not tell me a news story about a slaughter at the pier? No. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay, where are you going? I, I know that frustrated him, but it made perfect sense. You just something bad happened at the pier. Right. I'm not going to the pier. Yeah. And I just bumped into something that should not be. That's why my character didn't go. I, I stayed across the street up right. on the roof. And I just started to rattle off old goth clubs that used to... <laughs> Who are the vampires? The nocturne. Vampire, vampire sex club. The what? Trust me. <laughs> I actually heard of that place. Yeah. Me and Bellamy went. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Way back in the day. Remember when I told you the story about how we went to his sister's uh, funeral home? Yes. That was that weekend. That same weekend? Same weekend. So he w- Bellamy was doing research for a story he was writing or something like vampire related. So we ended up was hitting. Betrayals? No. No? Okay. Well, it might have had some of the DNA. Or is it for the, LARP, the LARPing that he used to do? Might have been. Okay. Or, or he might have been writing a story. Okay. Um, but we ended up going to Vampire Sex Club, uh, Savage Garden. I think we tried to get into the bovine, but it was closed. We hit three or four clubs that night. Well, the Vampire Sex Club was the only one of those that I've I remember hearing about. Yeah, and like and again, an urban legend thing. Yeah, and like I said, we got in. It was fucking dark in there, <laughs> and like shocking. Yeah, as that would be. Um, but and just typo negative on repeat. Typo negative nine inch nails industrial <laughs> is fucking. I was like, this is awesome, and I'm fucking standing out like a goddamn glow stick (laughs) (laughs) but it was uh it was it was interesting i and i really enjoyed that that part of that trip that we went on and the next day yeah the next day we went to the necropolis that's uh one of toronto's oldest uh cemeteries okay yeah i was gonna say i've heard of that but that's not a club no, that, that was a cemetery. That was a, the actual an actual cemetery. Is there like a castle here? There, there is an old zoo. Old zoo, zoo, and uh, we got into one of the old lion cages. It was like half of the size of this room, and I'm going like, "You kept lions in this fucking thing." <laughs> <laughs> no wonder they get angry. Yeah, and but going through there, looking at some of the like ancient. Grave markers and stuff like that. It's just like, wow, this has been around for a very long time. And going through funeral home in a thunderstorm at night in Toronto <laughs> and going to the these goth clubs, uh, so much fun. And I remember 
driving back. It was Sunday night. Yeah, Sunday night we were driving back to uh, Blenheim and fucking dozing off on the 401. Ooh. And, yeah, it was bad. I remember I started in the far right-hand lane, and I hit the rumble strip on the far left lane. Oh, shit. I was like, oh, God. And luckily there was nobody. It was like 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. There's nobody on the road. And it was like, oh, fuck, okay, I got to open a window so we don't die, that kind of thing. <laughs> but it was, uh, it was a hell of a trip. Um, yeah, so when, when Brent... Brent's going, yeah, we're in Toronto. That's when I'm like, fucking, I know this place. <laughs> <laughs> so that was our Friday night. That was Friday night. And Saturday night, we returned to the Warhammer 40K oh, RPG. Good times. We got our our rankings taken care of. Yep. So we've all got beefed up. Basically a three-month hiatus in story uh, while we all got regrouped, Train. retrained, all that stuff. New organs shoved into spots. and Yeah, well, especially for Brent. Mm-hmm. Brent's half machine now. Yeah, um, and he said you you got I got jack I got I got a little bit more jacked and got some yeah. bigger weapons. You got a hand shot off in that. Uh, the, the, the no three fingers, three fingers were were, were off. bitten off by that book. That's right. That's right. So you had bionic replacements. Yeah, apparently yes. I have I have three three fingers on my left hand are now bionic. There you go. But uh, and. <laughs> And well, by we get around, we first we have to try and find who's attacking the the village yep. and figure where they're going. Well, John, like we come up with a strategy, and he's just like, "No, it's <laughs> not. It's not. No, you just want to chuck grenades in every house in case there's a tunnel there." I had a great idea, but you only have six grenades between us. Right, right. So that can take care of like all depends on how many houses are in the village. More than six. We'd have to be selective. Very. Right. So. We have to knock and actually look in the houses to uh, see if there's any holes. Bad guys in here? <laughs> nope. Well, we'll just find out for sure. <laughs> yeah. But, but, but I was proven correct when I said tunnels. Yes. Because they came out of the well. Yep. John goes, no, there's no tunnels. I said, lies. Lies. Yeah. Lies and deception. They, and then they popped out of the well, which, considering the size of one of them, your worries about not being able to fit in the tunnels are are not a thing. It totally is a thing. But, yeah, we're still sending Carney in. Absolutely. Once, once he wakes up. Right. Because, of course, Carney went down in the fight. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, listen, Brent, Brent's character is in armor now. He's got he's got some armor now, yes. So he's a, he's a little more and he doesn't squishy. And with the augment augmentics that he's got, he's a little tougher that way too. Right. He's he's a little less squishy. Yeah, he he stood still stood in the pocket in front of that one alien. He had no choice. They popped up right behind him, yeah. <laughs> and he looked at me like it was my fault because I told them to move, but I only told them to move three squares. Yeah. Like, you were still going to be basically in the same. If anything, he would have been directly in front of the big bug first mm -hmm. instead of the other dude. And he, so. definitely, and he definitely would have eaten that hand grenade that I threw at them, too. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And that, the grenade die. That, That's a neat, a neat addition. That scared me. That, <laughs> the, it, John goes, roll the die. I was like, oh, crap. And, and, the, and then you got an arrow that moved it basically three, three to, feet, to the perfect spot. 
Yes, even better because it got it just a little bit farther from Brent. Had it landed where you initially aimed, it you would have depend- caught on the edge of it. Yeah, but it really would have all depended on where we put the template. Okay. So that... that you might have been able to fudge it a bit? Yeah, it landed like just just a bit outside. So, <laughs> But where, where the grenade bounced, it was the perfect spot. And yeah. I'm... I'm so happy that it worked out that way. Yeah. And because I got to finally throw a grenade at somebody. Yay. Yay. Um, Check that off the bucket list. Oh. And then he said, when when that fucking, the bug stepped around the tree and right into me, I was like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're big. Wait a minute. I have a chainsaw. Ah, um, those chainsaws are nice. Chainsaws nice. And taking the... Uh, uh chainsaw warrior talent <laughs> oh what a great idea that was yep um even though it didn't work out in your favor that time because you rolled still rolled a one no i rolled wrath to get that <gasps> oh okay i used my wrath it to was, re-roll okay. my failures okay and then it became really good yes it did and i said i hit it i hit him with that chain sword and i i Got a six of my wrath die, so that's automatically double damage. Mm-hmm. And we ended up rolling on the crit table as well. Yes. And you did you did thirty damage to it. Thirty six. Thirty six damage to it. Yep. Um it It'll, had apparently one hit point left. Yep. But when you rolled on the crit- critical damage table, one more mortal you wound. You did that one more wound. So basically when you pulled your sword out, you yep. finished him off. It ripped his guts out. Yeah, take that bug. Yeah. Carter took out two in one round. Yes, he did. He was nice on swings. Fire. Yeah. Well, I would like the no. The second guy he killed was on fire. That's true. Too. <laughs> he immolated true himself. Too, <laughs> but yeah, poor Carney. He, that dude. <laughs> he went invisible, to, and he would have been fine if he would have stayed invisible. But he popped out of invisibility to try and do something else. It didn't work. And he got hit. Oops. Shotgun. He ran over near me thinking that he'd be okay. Help, 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 help. <laughs> but nope. <laughs> Was, did he get shotgunned? He got shot. I got hit with a, some sort of electric mace or something. Okay. Because I know one of them had a shotgun. That's the one that shot Brent. Right, right. That's the guy that ate the grenade that yes. I threw. Yes. And I remember the shotgun from the last game session. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That dropped me in a as fucking bad As soon as he said way. shotgun, you went, oh, fuck, flashbacks. Yeah, here's a grenade. Take this on. <laughs> Yeah. Best counter to a shotgun is a grenade. Who knew? Oh, okay. All right, Tim. All right. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for the uh, the information about Stormcrow Manor. Yes. Um, if we do a three-nose road trip for a D&D session, you're definitely on the list. We will. Yes. We'll definitely have to work that out. I don't have year. a pen to click or I'm, oh, I need a fucking clipboard. You, careful. You might get gimmick infringement, man. Might get sued. Uh for what gimmick infringement huh gimmick infringement no, okay sure he's gonna sue for gimmick infringement. what is he going to get <laughs> he'll take the show from us oh like he needs another one <laughs> like, yeah i think he's fine yeah yeah so i'm pretty sure talk is jericho gets a few more listens than we do you think <laughs> someday though someday someday we're working on it yes we're working on it we're at 150 Four, three, I think this is 100, 154, 154, 155, something like that. Fucking right. Do you know who's got more episodes than us? Everybody. 
that too. But in in our orbit, the movie Madhouse, the world of myth bits. Oh, two hundred and fifty episodes on Monday. Two hundred and fifty episodes. Two hundred and fifty episodes. Wow. I started that show. Me and Steph Barty started that show. Yeah, I remember way back in the day. They have survived. Host change after host change after host change. Two hundred and fifty episodes. Two hundred and fifty episodes, and that's that's the, that's where they review the, the world of myth. Bit. Yeah, the world the of myth or, magazine. Yes. They do reviews there once a month. When when the magazine comes out, they'll review everything that's in the magazine. Um, I think it's Tim Law is the current host, and he's an Aussie. Uh, so if you like that. That's cool. The accent we have, I can scratch. We have, that we have a regular Aussie fan for Madhouse. Yep. So you go there. Um, Tim talks about everything about like the I, publishing I've, aspects of uh, the world of myth bits and stuff like that. I've recently come to uh, appreciate that Aussies have their own sense of um, comedic timing <laughs> and their own sensibilities on yeah. things. And do you know what I'm jealous of? Their free use of the word cunt. Yeah, yeah, that does stand out. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. I wish, just wish, be able to work that more into my, my daily lexicon. Someday I'm going to get the Ancestry.com and hope I'm just a little bit Australian. <laughs> just a little or, bit. Or, 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 you could get um, uh, a lot of British and just say you're part of the penal colony. Um, Pretty sure I'm I'm Irish, so oh, that there, count, that is, that, there you go. That you counts can, too, right? Yep. Okay. You can just fire away, <laughs> free fire. Embrace my heritage. Break, embrace your heritage. <laughs> drunken, drunken swearing all the time. <laughs> well, you know, I do need to substitute for an addiction, right? No, you don't. No, you don't. What booze isn't a good change. <laughs> Decidedly, no. <laughs> you know what's weird? What? Uh, Twitter algorithm. Mm-hmm. Um, for some reason, over the last week, particularly, I'm now getting a lot of random sober people tweets. Like, hey, I'm 30 days sober. I'm, you know, oh, okay. today I'm three years sober. Well, I'm getting a lot of that on my Twitter algorithm. You've, you did mention, yeah, in one of the the episode descriptions about like addiction and stuff yeah. like that. So the, obviously the algorithm picked up on that. Yep, and it's going like, oh, he he's struggling because he's a weak weak in the brain kind of thing. So we'll push him towards the. Here's more like minded people, right? He said, talk to these guys. They'll twelve step you out of your uh, well, your problems. I just I, it's what just proof again that the algorithm's always listening. Ain't you that know. the truth? I'm not, you know, not saying it doesn't help or anything like that. It's no. it's, it's interesting Shut to read, but by Facebook, by Facebook, bye. Right. Yep. So, uh, so yeah, myth. The world of myth bits podcast yep. is 250 yep. episodes. When we get done with this, we have to send well, um, a, a special message for them. Special message to. We will do that. Yeah, we'll do. We'll send it to Dave because Dave, like, I think I, I got a a message from. Um, Dave and Steph yesterday. Hey, can you send those? I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, because we'll, we'll get it done. We uh, they did they did actually ask us weeks ago to send in. Ah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, but that's part for the course of me. I'm a procrastinator, so 
yeah. by nature. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> um. So, I, I mentioned uh, to you that I I was curious about the show The Rookie. Mm, yes. And you know my feelings about binge watching things after oh, X Files. No. What did you do? I am. So 17, eight, going into 18 episodes deep already on the first season <laughs> in five days. So you were just asking, hey, I need a new addiction. What do I, what do I switch it out Apparently for? it's the rookie. Because uh, apparently. I, I, I keep going back to it. I, I go to, I think I'm going to watch a movie now. And no, I'm going to watch the rookie. <laughs> I, I, it's just got, it's Nathan Fillion, damn it. Yeah. I just, I, I. Like watching Nathan Villian work. Does he do um, uh, space cowboy stuff? No. Does he wear brown at all? No, not usually. No, because it's mostly in his police uniform. But if you're not aware of the show, he's a, a, a coming up on fifty year old man who is a fresh rookie in the LAPD. Oh, okay. That's the, how the show starts. Gotcha. So he's an old man by their standards. Oh, he's a rookie. But he passed all the tests and everything, yeah. so, yeah. Dude, um, I've actually watched some YouTube videos of cops. Like, basically, it's one. Of, it's those uh, First Amendment auditor kind of thing. Yeah. And looking at some of these cops that come out and confront these guys, the physical standards oh, yeah. seem to be have uh, slackened yeah, I've a little seen, bit. Yeah, I've seen a lot of those videos, too. And, yeah, there's quite a few of them do that do fall into those interesting categories. I would bet there's a direct correlation between the physical fitness of a police officer and how many times people get shot in the back in those counties. Probably, yeah. 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 That'd, that'd be an interesting uh, statistic if it's out there. No. It's <laughs> probably like, he's, <laughs> he's got a gun. And... <laughs> but... uh this show's really good. I, yeah. I can see it's it's got five seasons so far. I'm pretty sure it's still going, and it has one spinoff with a feds like oh, where they cross over with the FBI or something. Okay. Um, it's one of the best cop shows I've seen. Okay. Like the actual cop work is it like procedural stuff like that? You no, know, they're out on patrol and they yeah. get calls and you know stuff happens and sometimes there's briefly something that'll carry over a little bit more and whatnot, but it just feels. You know, genuine. Are they like, like one and done episodes? Or? Most of them, yes. But there's been a couple where it's carried over. But and sometimes there's a little bit of callbacks. And Crime stuff. of the week, kind of thing. Kind of, kind of, sort of, yeah. Um, but it it feels rather genuine, like a little more realistic in their their portrayal of that occupation and their procedures and 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 all that. Like, I I don't know how true it would be. You know, but it it compared to other shows I've seen like it, okay, Hill Street Blues, that kind of thing. Yeah, there's this feels a little more genuine. Twenty one Jump Street, definitely not Twenty One Jump Street. Police Squad. Um, I the best comparison I can make. Police Squad. I never actually watched. I watched the Naked Gun movies, but I never watched the original show. Get out! No, it's my house. Still. <laughs> Kicking um, you out of your own house for not watching Police Squad. Uh, now, on the other side of that argument, oh. um, for Madhouse, All and right. I don't think we're having this discussion this week. I think it's going to be next week now because last week's episode got canceled, uh, postponed. Oh, um, oh, that how, was the, the 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 hidden. That's the movie I want to mention here. Okay, I, um, I watched it yesterday. Okay, wow, that it, good, huh? It well, it's a hard watch. Like, oh, really? I. 
movies, the quality of mo- filmmaking has definitely changed from the late 80s. Because I remember that movie having some decent buzz. I don't know what it had on IMDb. I haven't looked at any of the trivia or anything for it. Surprisingly, I sat and actually watched this movie and stayed off my phone. <laughs> Even though it was a rough watch. Yeah. But it was written poorly. It was presented poorly. I, mean, I can't entirely say it was acted poorly because of what it was. Who's the star? Kyle MacLachlan. Okay. From uh, yeah, That's a good star. That's a star. Uh, Twin Peaks is his biggest yeah. claim to fame, right? And the original David Lynch uh, Dune. Yeah. But we don't talk about that. No? It's, compared to the new movie that came out you know, a year or so oh, ago. Oh, you cannot compare. But the, no, it, it's not very true to the book is what I've always heard, too, and I never read the book. So, yeah. But anyway, Kyle MacLachlan is the lead. In, 1987? 87, yeah. All right. Um, it. Okay, IMDb. Uh-huh. My guess ten star ten out of, out of ten, 10 stars. Star my guess, personally, I would give it something in like a four point seven. What? That's your. That's your. That's my guess. Seven out of ten stars. Really? Really? Wow. Obviously, um, you didn't. You missed something that somebody, well, a bunch of other people uh, saw. Uh, there, there could be it. Uh, it's a. It uh, could be an age thing. Like mm-hmm. it, it, it hasn't aged well. That could be. That's probably the biggest factor. But just compared to the filmmaking that I see now, yeah, this nothing about this movie felt real or genuine. Well, it's a movie. I know, I know that. But to me, the best movies can, can have a little bit of that feel where you can almost believe it. You know, this movie at no time could you ever believe any of it. Okay, can you make that claim about Star Wars too? No, and I'm not. That, that doesn't have to be for all films. Okay, but You're certain just very selective. I am, yes, okay. and that—that's right. my prerogative. So. Um, but <laughs> but the biggest thing. Oh, the actor who played Jubal early in uh, Firefly, that yeah. bounty hunter, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ha- is a, has a, a small role in this. Okay, small supporting role in this. I was like, hey, that's way back I know, when. I know hey, that guy. um, but it was the the, the funniest thing. Chekhov's gun, right? Mm-hmm. No, this movie doesn't have Chekhov's gun. No. It has Chekhov's flamethrower. <laughs> that character in particular comes in in the in the police precinct early in the film with this box. And he goes, hey, what's that? And he goes, oh, it's a flamethrower. It's a handheld flamethrower. Okay. Like it's one-handed with a big tank. It's probably like this big. Like, there you go. And, yeah, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, that's coming back later. <laughs> you know, Chekhov's flamethrower. Yep. Chekhov's um, <laughs> <Chekhov's laughs> rolling over in his grave right now. <laughs> Yeah, it was it's just so poorly put together. And, okay, the the main, the, Kyle MacLachlan is an FBI agent. I no. use air quotes. I don't want to spoil too much, even though it's a 40-year-old movie. <laughs> I, think um, you're, I think you're hard. But um, he's not, he's actually an alien trying to track down the other alien who's taking over people's bodies and killing people. Like, Are you overly critical about this? Um, Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. But. When you, if you see this film, some of the nonsensical shit that happens, it's just I can only suspend my disbelief so far before it's just stupid. Yeah, and so you. you have the other the other main actor I, who I did not recognize from anything else, but I guess his name is Michael Nouri. Yep. he's the top detective in the precinct. And when you when you're early on introduced to him, Tom his, Beck. 
The character's Tom Beck. Tom Beck. Yes, yep. that's him. He, uh, the, you got his captain arguing with somebody like higher up, like the chief or something that they want Beck. They need Beck over here for, to work on something. He goes, you take away my best guy. Crime in this city is going to go down by 30% and all this. Like one dude. Sure. Okay. So you have that badass cop mentality. That doesn't happen. One cop is not going to affect the entire crime rate of the entire city like that. You don't know how big the city is. It was L.A. Oh, okay, yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so right off that, you have that as dialogue, right? That's they're, they're arguing over taking away one detective. We've watched The Room, so questionable dialogue uh, should not be as odious to I, you. This is the kind of things that, that stuck out, stood out to me and okay. really made this movie like uh, an UG type of watch. Okay. Um, <laughs> it, it has any concept. With the whole alien parasite taking over bodies, and he's literally an intergalactic criminal who's literally just doing anything he wants. Oh, I want that car? I'm taking that car. Okay. He likes Ferraris. He really oh, likes I, Ferraris. He doesn't like Ferraris. Um, yeah, like th- th- that, that, that's a neat concept. Mm-hmm. It just was poorly delivered, in my opinion. But again, it's a 40-year-old movie. Back then, it, it would have looked cooler. Right. And I think 19- it's... 1987? Yeah. So... 35 years, Six, 36 years. Yeah, 16-year-old me has not seen The Hidden. I'm I'm feeling like I might have watched it when it first came out, but I remember nothing no. of this film outside of it was an alien flick. Even that is like the reveal of the him being an alien. It just isn't enough for me to... Yeah. I like, I like my aliens a little more overt, like Ewoks and fucking... And the ending is actually rather creepy. Oh yeah. Yes, because Beck, the Beck character, gets mortally wounded. Okay. His wife and daughter, who you met earlier, and uh, Kyle MacLachlan's character, who is an alien, he is an alien himself. He has also taken over another guy's body, trying to get the other alien. You know, because he killed his partner in space and whatnot. Revenge, space revenge. Um, When he was came to Beck's house and met his family, the Mm -hmm. daughter just stared at him. Like the daughter knew he wasn't normal. Oh. But she never said anything. You, you know, she's scared. She, she was scared. She's just staring at him, right? Creepy. Well, kid. the end of the film, Beck is going to die. Yeah, and so is McLaughlin's host body was injured as well. He goes into Beck. He okay. changes bodies to bring him back. Okay. So now he's living in Beck's body, but the wife has no idea. Oh, he's taken over Beck's family, and the daughter knows. She's looking at him. She knows. She she's saw looking the at, switch? She's now looking at her dad the same way she was looking at Kyle McLaughlin earlier. She uh, knows he ain't right. But he reaches out her hand and she does take his hand. Does she, Is that... Maybe she's an alien too. No, there, there's no hint of anything like that. No? no? No, nothing like that. It's just kids always know, right? Oh, she had, the, the, she had the, 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 the tism and that helped her see through. Something like that, yeah. yeah. So, you know, that's a creepy end to me. He just he just took over another dude's identity. People do it all the time. Yeah. Identity theft affects millions of people. Game over, man. Game over. This has been the Three Nose Podcast. Thank you for listening. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Y'all come back now. Yeah.